0: Women who are born and experience in their environment, their father being abusive to their mom, they have two reactions. In conflict, they become, knuck of you buck, because they ain't never gonna be a victim. Never, never, ever, ever. I'm not gonna be like my mama, one. Two, they gonna stack all their money, because they will ensure that if a man I twitches, like he gonna slap us something, she got enough money to pack up her stuff and leave because I'm not gonna be like my mama. So you spend all your time trying not to be like your mom, but you're being exactly like your mom. It's just a different extreme. So you on this side of the spectrum, she's on this side of the spectrum, you spun all the way to this side. Now you don't trust anybody. You wait for conflict to pop off in your house at all times. Or you marry somebody passive so they're not like your father. Then you don't respect him because he's passive. And then have the nerve to say it's the men's problems. Now it's you, girl. Welcome to Money Loves Happy People, the number one podcast for professional women who want to advance in their careers without sacrificing their mental and physical health. Wholeness is the new rich. Christy has assisted her clients with earning over $12 million in salary raises since 2020. Yes, women are still getting paid in these tough economic times. Are you next? Now, let's join our host, Christy Rutherford. Welcome everyone to Money Loves Happy People. I'm your host, Christy Rutherford. And today we're going to be talking about why am I here? Why am I here is search twenty. billion times a month on google so clearly there's a need for people to know why am i here why do i exist why am i here in this lifetime and so i want to share a couple of points with you and then we're going to take a couple of questions from the audience but number one let's be clear you came here to be great you were born to be great now i'm gonna get a little fruity on y'all fruity is however you want to define it but When your spirit came here in this physical form, the choice was to be great. The choice (laughs) was to heal karma from your previous lifetimes. But while you're here, you're going to incur additional karmic debts. So a part of your life, and this is mainly from metaphysics really, but Gary Zunkoff and Seed of the Soul, Eckhart Tolle and A New Earth, they talk about why we incarnate, on this timeline, at this time, in this physical body. You came here with the decision that you were going to do something great. Typically what happens is you're born into a circumstance that you chose, hoping that you will remember who you were in spiritual form. But here's the thing. Life in childhood may have choked you out. Life in adulthood may have punched you in the stomach. But if you understand that you chose these circumstances in the intent to heal them, heal something from the past, heal a relationship from a past, break a toxic relationship from the past. I'm not going to go too deep on that. I would love it if y'all would ask me some questions, though. But you came here, number one, to be great. Number two, have you forgotten how great you are? Because kids came here knowing who they wanted to be. And I can't remember who said it. They say, we're born looking like our parents, but we die looking like our choices. It's your decision of how you're going to choose to live your life. So the second reason is you're here to heal some karmic deaths from the past. Number three, through childhood experiences and parental guidance, good and bad. We just talked about that. You are born looking like your parents. You die looking like your choices. Number four, and that's what I want to show you and demonstrate with some props today. I can't wait to show you. Are you who you are? This is a question that I ask my clients all the time. A key question that I ask all the time is, are you who you are or are you who life made you? Are you who you are or are you who life made you? There's a scripture that says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Create in me, Lord, a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. So clearly there are some things that are going to happen to you in your circumstances, in your life and in your past. That if you want to be restored, you have to. Be transformed by the renewing, i.e. y'all need to be brainwashed. Some of y'all need to take your brain out and wash it out based on the filth and the ilk of what happened to you in your past. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit in me. Not keep the old, dirty, filthy spirit of what life has done to you, but renew a right spirit in me. And then another scripture, then I'll move on. It says, in order, basically... In order to get it to the kingdom of heaven, you have to act like a child. You have to go back to that innocence. Children are typically happy. It doesn't matter what they got on before the peer pressures of life. Children are happy if they're loved, if they're held, and if they're fed, and if they're clean. It doesn't really take a lot to make a baby happy. Change a pamp,a hold these babies, and give them some food. That's about it. At adulthood, it's like you're comparing your life to other people. You're miserable because you don't have what other people have. You're miserable because, you know, so-and-so is married, all your friends are married, and you're not. I want to be clear. You don't know what's going on in married people's household. Some people are living a nightmare in their dream house. Some people live with Freddy Krueger every day. So you're comparing your life to the lives of other people, not necessarily knowing what's going on in their house and Are you doing what God has called you to do? Are you living your passion? It's not about you're looking at all these people making all this money doing what they do, however, they do it. Because a lot of people are getting money these days in nefarious ways. Are you doing and living in the assignment of why you're here? Are you in alignment with your assignment? Are you trying to live somebody else's life? Are you trying to wear Saul's armor? David, I'm preaching. (laughs) are you trying to put on and fit into the life of other people and not necessarily searching for why you're here? If you're asking 20 billion times a month, why am I here? Then why are you on social media comparing your lives to other people? Why are you on social media comparing your money to other people? Why are you on social media comparing your relationships or without a relationship to other people thinking that everybody has what you need when only you know what you need? Create in me a clean heart, oh Lord, and renew a right spirit in me. It's never too late to reclaim your life. It's never too late to reclaim your peace. It's never too late to reclaim your joy. And when I say reclaim, it is a decision to say, I'm going to be different for myself first. It's a decision to say, I'm going to be different and I'm going to be happy. You weren't born with anxiety. People are talking about anxiety is a disease. No, it's man-made. <laughs> it's not, it's man-made. What are you talking about? Were you born depressed? I've never seen a depressed six-month-old. I've never seen a miserable and anxious two-year-old, let's say mama crazy but they didn't come out like that. So you can't get a kid to do at about 18 months, two years old. You can't get these kids to do what they don't want to do. They'd be like, wave at the lady. Kids be like this. You be like, I'm sorry. They just woke up. Wave at your uncle. Go get him a hug. They'd be like this. I ain't doing that. I don't know that man. I don't know these people. You can't make a kid do what they don't want to do. When did you surrender? Or when did it become normal, really, to start doing what you don't want to do to make other people feel good about you? Kids don't do it. I be telling my niece, wave and say, hey. She be like, what am I going to do? I be looking at her like, what you want from me? She's a kid. Don't take it personal. She don't really like a lot of people. (laughs) But we've been conditioned over time to be able to surrender what makes us happy in order to make other people happy with us. You won't get a whooping if you don't hug your uncle. So now we're being forced to do things that we don't want to do in order to make our parents comfortable with us. Have you surrendered what makes you comfortable to make other people comfortable? So now you're living so uncomfortable and so far beneath your value and your potential to make other people like you You're not asking for a raise because you don't want your boss to dislike you. What? (laughs) You're inviting people over to your house and you're going home to your family. I love my family. I do. I do. I do. But I'm not going to be tortured by my family. I'm a grown woman. I will get up and I will leave. Here's the thing. And this is what I had to learn through burning out and cracking up and going crazy and losing everything. It took the sacrifice, almost dying for me to figure these things out, which is why I'm sharing them with here today. My aunts smoke cigarettes. My father's side of the family. It's okay. They want to smoke cigarettes. They grown people. Hand me a business. They smoke. I used to come to their house and get my hair smoked up. This is real. This is not a wig. I can't take it and shake it out and then put it back on my head. I can't take it and spray something on and put it back on my head. This is my her, okay? I will go to the house. We play space. Don't challenge me in space. You will lose. I've been playing space since 1983. You will lose. But we go, holidays, we play space. They drinking E&J. They smoking their cigarettes. We having a great time. Everything smells like smoke. I got to wash my hair when I get home. Wake up the next day, smell like smoke. I am disrespecting myself. I'm sitting amongst chimney stacks of smoke (laughs) in their house to be respectful. Now, when I finally learn how to honor myself and honor who I am, weird and all, uncommon and all, whatever, they would smoke, I would get up, it was great seeing y'all, and I'll leave. We're waiting for other people to change before we have peace. Not gonna happen. We're waiting for other people to act like they got some sense before we can have joy. Not gonna happen. Is it easier for me to get up and leave and respect myself than it is for me to get my aunts who are 50 and 60 years old to stop smoking? They light a cigarette. Hey, it was great seeing y'all. I'm gone. They light a cigarette in the first five minutes. It was a great visit. I'm gone. I don't be like, I'm leaving because y'all smoking. I just get up and I leave in peace because this is their household. I'm gone. Go back. They light up 10 minutes later. Hey, it was great seeing y'all. I'm gone. It probably took about three, four months. (laughs) But I didn't realize every time we light a cigarette, Christy leaves. I'm not being disrespectful to them. I'm honoring myself. Now they can hold out about an hour. They'll go outside and they'll smoke. We still playing spades because if they want to spend quality time with their favorite niece. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. Do you want to learn how to ask for and get a 30% raise without getting another degree? Look, black women are the most educated and the least paid. I should tell you that, that math is not mathing. The degree is not the path to the next level. It's actually learning how to articulate the value and take credit for the work you've already done. So I want to invite you to get my brief case study at changenowwithfruesty.com. Just get the information, use it, and take the money out of the hands of your employers and put it into your household because you already deserve it. You just have to know how to ask for it. Again, changenowwithfruesty.com. I can't wait you to get this insight, use it, and get the money that you deserve. Take care. Let's get it clear. My cousin's going to be mad. If they want to spend time with me, then they're willing to make a sacrifice so I can honor myself. So they'll go outside and smoke, or they'll be in the house, and then they'll be like, all right, Chrissy, they can hold out about an hour before they start doing this. (laughs) They'll be like, all right, Chrissy, you got to go home. You got to leave. We're ready to have a good time. Fine. There is a shared agreement now. They say we're ready to have a good time, so you're going to have to beat it. If I'm a party pooper, cool. That's just who I am because I just don't hang around smoke anymore. And then that's our little silent, funny agreement. What boundaries do you need to set for yourself first? Not what boundaries do you need to set about other people? We're always taught we need to set boundaries around other people, but you've established none for yourself. So it's what three boundaries? Do you need to create for yourself so you can stay in harmony with yourself and so you can stay respectful to yourself? Or are you always going to allow yourself to be disrespected while you're trying to respect other people? I'm not doing that. And that's not dishonoring them. That's not disrespecting them. That's just me choosing to respect myself. I want to do a demo Of what had happened to y'all over time. I hope y'all ready. Y'all ready? I have some clear water here. You're born perfect in his image. You're born light. You're born a beacon of light. You're born pure. What's crazy is when people talk about how is childbirth a miracle and we're born in sin. I don't want to go long and deeper to the scripture, but y'all need to be transformed and leave some of these scriptures alone that have been weaponized against y'all and start to adopt your own belief and your own thoughts. If the scriptures don't make you feel good, you're reading the wrong Bible. Okay? Great. We'll move on from that. That'll be in episode 50 when I really come out of the park and let y'all know my prosperity preach part-time and undercover. Pure, not anxious. You're born in light. You're born with joy. You're born with peace. You're born love, in love. Babies don't necessarily crave love as much as they crave to be held because they are love. Does that make sense? Babies are love in beingness. They don't necessarily need it because they are love. They're not looking for love. They are love. They exist as love, in love. Then, your mama depressed, your daddy's abusive, your daddy's not in the house. Father's catching. I mean, I've heard the whole gamut. Dad's in the house and work too much. Dad's left. Dad stayed. Dad's made me get all A's. I mean, it's, you run the gamut. I was adopted, but I have a loving family. My mom worked too much, but we never went hungry. My mom didn't work at all, and we were hungry. (laughs) My mom sent me to private school, paid for it, worked three jobs so I could complain I was the only person of color in the class. What? My mom stayed with my dad even though she didn't want to be there so I can grow up in a two-parent household. What? That was a sacrifice. Here's the thing. Y'all are telling yourselves these stories of what happened in your childhood. Some of it bad, but some of it is really polluted by you and your understanding. So now you got daddy issues. Now you have relationship issues. Now you have abandonment issues. Now you got that nook if you buck energy. So let's talk about a couple of patterns right quick. Women who are born and experience in their environment their father being abusive to their mom they have two reactions in conflict they become no give you buck because they ain't never gonna be a victim never never ever ever i'm not gonna be like my mama one two they gonna stack all their money because they will ensure that if a man eye twitches, like he going to slap us something, she got enough money to pack up her stuff and leave because I'm not going to be like my mama. So you spend all your time trying not to be like your mom, but you're being exactly like your mom. It's just a different extreme. So you on this side of the spectrum, she's on this side of the spectrum, you spun all the way to this side. Now you don't trust anybody. You wait for conflict to pop off in your house at all times. Or you marry somebody passive so they're not like your father. Then you don't respect him because he's passive. And then have the nerve to say it's the men's problems. Now it's you, girl. It's because you're solely reacting from the mindset of the child. You need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That is your trauma default. Your default response to trauma is, I don't want to be like my mom. Now, when you go to work, conflict pops off. Leadership is conflict. It pops off in the room. You black out. Everybody die in the room. (laughs) I had a client, you say something to this chick. She would chase you down the hallway to cuss you out. Say something. Don't even let your eye twitch like you don't like her. She would chase you down the hallway and then said that her bosses didn't consider her to be a leader. She wanted people to work for her, but she was cussing everybody out in the office. So do you have that knuck if you buck energy because you don't want to be like your mom and you saved all this money, you will never have enough money. I talked to women who can live for 26 years. If they never worked again, they can support their lifestyle for 26 years. But in their mindset, they don't have enough money. In their energetic org field, they don't think they have enough money. I'm like, you can make $5 million and have it all stacked and it won't be enough. They'd be like, you're right. Are you living in your present reality? with what you have and what you've done and all the degrees that you got and all the money that you stacked and all the success that you have, or are you solely reacting out of the mindset of the wounded child? That's one. Second reaction for women who grew up in abusive households, you shrink. Conflict pops off, you gone. Because you learn how to hide. You don't want to be a part of it. Either you was protecting your mom or you was running away. You disappear when conflict pops off. I've talked to women who had moms who had mental issues. They walk on eggshells. They walk around the house. You've learned to be invisible. You've learned how to walk in silence. You've learned how to be the mouse in the corner. You're not going to make a lot of noise. You're not going to do anything. You're kind of quiet. Talking about you're an introvert. No, you're not an introvert. You're playing small. You used to be a loud kid till conflict popped off in the house. You used to be a vibrant kid. Cutting cartwheels and all this other kind of stuff. But you cut enough cartwheels And set one of your parents off. Then you just stop. Then you become depressed. And then they put you on medication. Then they diagnose you with ADD. Now you don't make enough money. You're lame. You're lazy. And you blame other people for why you're depressed. It's easy to adopt that. But that's not how you were born. That's not who you are. That's who life made you. So along with these women who have learned how to disappear in conflict at work. Leadership is conflict. Leaders will cuss each other out, go to war, throw papers, and then we go to lunch. I used to be one of these people. Maybe I'm still like that. (laughs) Because we're trying to get to the common goal. How we get there, we're going to fight about it. Egos, we want to be right. We got territory to protect. We got our people to protect. We're gonna fight. But we we're fighting to, but we have the one agreement. We're fighting to get to Z. From A to Z is gonna be a battle. But we all agree on what Z is. But what happens with women who had abusive fathers or moms who had mental health issues, conflict pops off. You fold into the wallpaper and say, they're looking over me, they talk over me. No, you're not in the room. You've learned how to disappear. I talked to a woman and she told me that everybody in the room was talking over her. And they only talked to the people, the two guys that worked for her. And she felt disrespected. She wanted to quit. And they gave her y'all like a two, $300,000 raise to keep her. She worked at a very prominent organization and she's like, well, they don't see me. They're disrespecting me. I already knew she grew up in an abusive household. I just had to get her to tell me. So tell me about your childhood girl. She said, oh, I said, are you in the room? She said, I ain't in the room. (laughs) In her mind and with all her friends that she's telling, they all agree. Black women are invisible. They talk over black women. But you can read all these articles that talk about why women can't get ahead or why black women can't get ahead. She's stuck in this story, but she's not looking at how she's showing up. She's stuck in this story because she's the senior executive. She's not having anybody who challenges the real problem. You can go talk to therapists all day about how you're not showing up at work, but until somebody connects your trauma default, which is what you're doing in times of conflict, which is connected to the trauma of your past, y'all are solving the wrong problem. That one root cause is showing up in 13 areas in her lives. It's showing up in her relationships. It's showing up in her jobs. It's showing up how she trusts people. It's showing up everywhere. And she's blaming everybody, but she's the common denominator in everything. Are you knuck if you buck? Or are you folding into the wallpaper? If you didn't grow up with a lot of money, are you saving and storing all your nuts for the winter? And then have the nerve to complain that you're in a toxic work environment while working three to four levels below your real potential. You're in a toxic work environment and you can quit at any point because you have five, 10 years of savings, but you never feel like you have enough because as a kid, you never had enough. Or are you blowing all your money to show people that you got money? Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast as much as we loved putting it together for you to share insight to make your life better. Now, did you get your copy of my resume course, How to Use a Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume to Land You a high paying Job? Look, even if you have somebody write your resume for you, how do you know whether or not it sucks? <laughs> And did you give them the information to be able to write a great resume or did you hope that they were going to spend gold out of something that you gave them that wasn't that good? So get this course not just to write your own resume, but to be able to provide resume writers with what they need to adequately tell your story so you can get paid the money that you desire and deserve. So go ahead and click on the link on around this video Get this course, use it, and get paid what you deserve. It's less than $50. I mean, come on, just get the course and use it. See you soon. Are you burning all your money? You got a Gucci belt on that's the size of a dinner plate? Have you seen the buckles? People go too far. I don't really need to see you got on Gucci three blocks away. Girl, you got problems. I be wanting to scream three blocks down the road. You need help. Sell that belt. Come work with us. I can help you. <laughs> are you trying to show people you got money? Chanel brooch, Gucci, Louis Vuitton earrings, Fendi boots. You going too far? You wearing your crazy? You don't know who you are. You have to identify who you are with all the brands that you're wearing. You showing people that you got money. But you don't have no money. I'm gonna come off of that. So I'm gonna show y'all how to solve this problem. So let's talk about what does be transformed by the renewing of your mind looks like. The truth, information, renewing, personal development, not another degree, conferences. You don't have to read a thousand books. Master one. How can you complain about you have relationship issues? You've never read a relationship book. Listen to a relationship podcast. How can you have problems at work if you haven't read how to influence people? Masterpiece. How can you talk about you don't have no money while you're spending all your time looking at these lying Instagram millionaires and you're not reading thinking we're rich? And you read it again and again and again and again and apply the information. You can read a thousand books. I'm not really impressed with that. I'm more impressed with the one book that you read a thousand times. I listened to Pelo Coelho's book, Manuscript Found in the Actually, I read it four times in three days. I said, My God. I mean, it's so good, the manuscript found in the crop. It's so good. Then I got the audio. I said, I want to become this book. I listened to the book 200 times. I'm telling y'all, I be talking sometimes. I be like, oh, I'm profound. I mess around listening to that book. I be like, that wasn't me. <laughs> I have become the information. Stop reading books if you're not going to do anything in the book. People be like, Chrissy, what book should I read? I would be like, how crazy are you on your scale of one to 10? I'm a 10. Stop reading. I don't have a book for you. <laughs> Are you going to do what you just read or are you just going to read the book to make you feel good? I'm doing something about it. No, you're not. You're not doing it. You're reading it. Reading a book is not an action. So this is what happens when you read the book. I read a book. It didn't work for me. I listened to the podcast. It didn't work for me. I went to therapy one time. It didn't work. That's it. And you spend the rest of your life like this blaming everybody else for your problems. This is what transformation looks like. I hope I have enough water. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Reading the book one time, two times, three times, going to the personal du- of event, one time, two times, three times, read a book, four, five, six, seven, podcast, reading, applying, podcast, reading, applying, 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 applying. We still ain't done, y'all. This was three times the amount that was right here. But this is better than what it was. A lot of your heartbreak is caused by either having the perfect parents or which I don't know if that ever happened, but whatever. But having this perfect illusion of what love should be and then you meeting some raggedy people and they don't meet your perfect model or having a tumultuous past and wanting somebody to be able, I think, hiding from it. James Allen said, and as a man thinketh, man thinks that thoughts can be kept secret, but they cannot. Thoughts crystallize in habits. Habits crystallize in actions, actions crystallize into circumstance. If you're always trying to hide from your past and not admit it to yourself, you're going to attract somebody who's hiding from their past and not going to admit it to themselves. You attract what you are. So if you keep attracting the same person, look in the mirror. If you're attracting somebody who hasn't worked on their self and you haven't worked on yourself, that's on you. But even at this state, I can pour probably double and then it'll be purified. This is a lifelong process. This isn't like a one book. It takes work to clean up your energy. It takes work to clean up your heart. Are you willing to commit to doing the work for yourself first? Are you going to spend the rest of your life blaming other people for your problems when your problems were created from your past? Oh, that was good. Did y'all write that down? It's never too late to change. We work with women in their 60s, in their 50s, and, oh, we get these 30-year-olds. If I'd have learned this stuff at 30, baby, baby, <laughs> I'd have been a billionaire by 40. But it's never too late. So you want to be born looking like your parents, but die looking like your better choices. I hope that this information has been useful for you. I'm going to open it up to Q&A, see if y'all have any questions. I would love to answer your questions. Do y'all have any questions? Yes. So one
1: of the things you sent us as part of the Mastermind class was, you don't have to look for the light. You are the light. You don't have to look for peace. You are the peace. You don't have to look for love. You are the love. And it's sort of building off what you were just talking about right now. Can you talk a little bit more about like the shift from
0: seeking those things versus being those things? The shift. The shift is the desire to be that. So it's not necessarily a shift or any work that you have to do, but the acceptance Mm -hmm. that is possible for you. That's the work. Is it possible for me to be peace? Because we're always looking for peace. We're always looking for our purpose. We're always looking for love. Can I be love by respecting myself first? Can I be love by learning how to love myself? Or really it's like, when did I start hating myself? I didn't know how much I hated myself until I learned how to love myself again. I was like, well, why did I learn this? When did I learn how to hate myself? When did I learn how to hate what I look like? Magazines, videos, baby dolls. My niece got all black baby dolls. All our baby dolls away. We had that one ball-headed cabbage patch. <laughs> but then, you know, looking at videos where I was never good enough. My family never gave compliments. Like, we gas these kids up now. They think they the best thing since sliced bread, which they should. But in my family, they didn't like you to think too highly of yourself. They still don't like it. <laughs> my family, we're all beautiful and gorgeous. We never knew because we never gave each other compliments. And what? I'm waiting for a woman, another woman, to validate how I look. I don't know how fine I was. Are y'all looking at me right now? Till I was like 30-something. I'm trying to catch up so they didn't do that and once I burned out and I had time to sit around and think about it my family grew up in the era my grandfather was 96 when he died in 2001 my grandmother had my mom when she was 48 my mom's my aunts and uncles were picked cotton on my grandfather's land they grew up in the era of boy and gal so if you have a bunch of gorgeous women it wasn't really that cool to be attractive because you can come snatch, be snatched in the middle of the night by the man. So they had to keep their heads down for safety purposes. They had to keep a low profile so they could be safe. So it was a protection mechanism not to allow them to go out and be flashy and be flaunted because they wanted to be safe. This is South Carolina in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. <laughs> but they carried over to always having a judgment or something negative or not thinking too highly of yourself or not saying anything that is a generational pattern once i learned just through family and then environment and then through videos and i don't even i couldn't even imagine growing up today because now we have social media where we're comparing ourselves to everybody else but it's like once i learned how much i hated myself I learned it when I started to learn how to love myself and love myself for who I am and being one of the weirdest people you'll ever meet in your life. But my weirdness was my greatness unrealized. What was judged as weird when I was younger is my greatest gift to change the world. When I learned how to love myself, we talked about in a different episode about anxiety, is once I turn my phone off, OFF off. And I learned how to fill my cup. And I stopped pouring from an empty cup. And I stopped waiting for people to come pour into me. They were never going to do it. I trained them to extract from me only. I was not taking in at the same time. Which is why I ended up broke, drunk. I had a good time drinking that liquor. I can't really do that no more. But it was fabulous. <laughs> but <laughs> ain't no money. But I'm um, laid out. It took me almost dying to learn these things. Which is why... I want to share it today hey chrissy over here inviting you to join my private community money loves happy people yes the information is so good we do live interviews monday wednesdays and fridays i have hundreds of on-demand videos in this community including my signature course how to use the superpower method to write an irresistible resume My other course, Seven Keys to Getting the Raise that You Desire and Deserve. I made hundreds of videos from amazing thought leaders from around the world. You have access to on demand for less than $500. Go ahead, register, join us in this community, get this insight and get paid what you desire and deserve. Take care. So once I stopped pouring and started pouring into myself, once I started to learn about myself, once I started to understand myself, once I started to understand all of my intricacies, and once I got my peace back, once I got my joy back, they're worth protecting at all times. Once I learned how to love myself, I stopped being lonely because loneliness is when you're seeking what you don't have, but if you are love, you have love. I exist as love. I am love. You are love. We are love. Now, when somebody comes, I'm not missing a part of who I am. I'm not looking for the missing piece. I am whole. If I meet a guy who's whole, great. Let's exchange the energy of love. I'm not responsible for your happiness. You're not responsible for mine. But we can share happiness, but I'm not going to place the burden of trying to make somebody else happy when they need to be happy with themselves. And a lot of times in relationships, you surrender what makes you happy to make them happy. They surrender what makes them happy to make you happy. And both of y'all miserable trying to make each other happy. So I tell the guys, look, I'm not responsible for your happiness. I like you though. (laughs) I'm not going to put that unjust burden of you trying to make me happy. Let's exist in our own happiness and then share that with each other. But diamonds are a girl's best friend. I mean, if you want to buy me some, I'm going to take it. But I have to be happy for myself first. Once you start to accept yourself as that, being that, and taking the actions. i wouldn't to say doing things, but taking the actions to be able to reveal that within yourself. That's when the real magic happens. Did that answer your question? Uh, yeah, thank you. Okay, did I go too wide on you? Because you know I go wide. No, it's okay. Does anybody else have any questions? We got time for one more question.
1: I had a quick question. Okay. I'll be transparent because this is helping me. I was a nuck if you buck and started getting work therapy on different things, and resulted back to trauma default. abuse and domestic violence once you get to that place of peace and love and you make different because you know that you do belong in the room versus working levels below how do you maintain that without returning back if you have someone who's in conflict with you and you understand the conflict is not personal but it's about the work or the issue but if it does, if it's something like you have in conflict with someone due to they're intimidated by you or something, how do you not return to the nut, if you buck in a sense where you're seen as aggressive, angry black woman?
0: Okay. So people see you as an aggressive, angry black woman? Uh, In
1: my last position, yes, but I had a lot of things going on. A lot was going on since then. I'm no longer there. I took a a break. I could afford to take a break. I took a break for three months just to deal with the personal issues that I was dealing with. Death of a mom, father sick. Everything fell on me. And then I noticed that once I depleted myself, pouring out into everyone else, when I broke down Thanksgiving Day, no one was there for me. And I just decided to take a step back. Yesterday and today is forcing me to take accountability to speak. Like, I allow these things to happen or I put myself in a position to be the savior of everyone. Mm -hmm. And the anger came in because it wasn't being (laughs) given back to me. And so I'm glad that I was able to realize that and say, hey, I don't want to be that person ever again. I want to make a change, which prompted the therapy. To start working through those issues. So
0: I, th- I think a part so of I don't
1: feel I'm that, that angry anymore because I started working on the issues where I'm not really angry at my supervisor. You did something my mom said or my grandma said, and that triggered me to get angry and that and to slouch the handle in a nice, nasty way. Even if I'm not saying it, you can see it in my face that I'm.
0: So let me ask you a couple of questions. Okay. You said you used to be angry. Mm hmm. You still angry? No. You sure?
1: It took a lot of work. Um, my mom passed. Had to go and forgive my
0: dad. Had to go in and deal with. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. One, I'm sorry to hear about your mom. hmm. I'm sorry to hear about your dad because he's sick. But I want you to stay on mm-hmm. the path. Let you just answer the questions because I need to gather the data, right? Okay. So I can assist you. Okay. Are you angry? Not anymore. Do you get angry?
1: Um, yes, sometimes. Okay. So you don't exist. Challenged.
0: You don't exist in anger, but you can get angry. Yes. Okay, great. And you're typically triggered at work.
1: Not just at work. If I got tr- I, my trigger point is a female challenging me. Because I dealt with a lot of issues from family, women, majority women in a family. You think you're
0: better. You think you're smarter. Okay. You went to this school. So it's women who trigger you or men the most? Women. Both. Women. I I don't want you to, you don't have to be perfect. Does that make sense? I Mm -hmm. need you to tell Mm -hmm. the truth to yourself because you're stuttering a lot. I like you though. (laughs) <laughs> but okay. You're lying. It, so here, so <laughs> the deal was, okay, I was in
1: leadership in church, and I got a lot of, lot of drama and feedback, pushback from women, which also related, like the women in my family.
0: So that okay. would trigger me. So work triggered you with the men, and then the church women were harassing you. Men, feeling controlling men. Controlling men. controlling men at work or harassing you in the church? Women who harass controlling men at work? Church women
1: controlling men, but I have most of the mostly at work. I've been under women. Okay.
0: So, but you just left your recent job because you stopped taking care of yourself. Yeah, I took a leave. That's I was nice. able to take a leave. Okay, you took a what family
1: medical leave? No, I just I had money saved up, so I took just took a leave. So you have a leave of absence. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm gonna call you Tina. Okay. You you tell me your name. It's all right. Tina, ma'am. Yes. You got to tell the truth to yourself. We're never really done. So if we think about it on a scale mm-hmm. of 1 to 10, you've done some work, but you got a lot more work to do. Yeah. Because learning how to make yourself a priority becomes a lifestyle where you would never get run up out of your job because you about to stab somebody. <laughs> That's why you left. You was like somebody about to get jumped on over here. So a lot of times what happens is you said audibly You don't really believe it, though, because that's what I hear. I don't hear what comes out of your mouth. I hear your vibrations. You're saying that I'm good. You're not good. Life is coming to test you on what you say. You said you're good. Life came to test you and stack all this stuff up on you, and you fold it. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it tested you, and you didn't pass. Yeah. So now you're taking time to recover. I don't want you to say it's the women in the church or it's the women in the job. They just came to test what you said was true, which is not all the way true. It's partially true. You have a lot more work to do, and that's okay. That should be exciting if you want to work on yourself. I would say look at the church women, and you've already connected it. The church women were connected to the women in your childhood. Forgive the women from your childhood. Just like I just told you a story about my mom. And why my family never did certain things, once I got that clarity, I could forgive that story. And then it neutralizes what's going on over here. It will neutralize what's going on with the women in your job and the women in your church. You need to forgive your family members. All of it. That's the quickest thing that's going to set you free. Okay. Well, thank you for asking that question. So I hope that y'all have enjoyed today's episode of why am I here? I hope y'all love my prop and demonstration. So the five points we talked about, number one, you came here to be great. Number two, you came to heal karmic deaths from the past. Number three, through your childhood experiences and parental guidance, good and bad, you forgot yourself to be true. You forgot who you are. You forgot what you loved. Good parents can have a poet go become a lawyer. Good parents can have a artist become an engineer. Good parents will ensure that their kids have a respectable lifestyle while the child loses the artist that's within them. Good parents can make a decision to marry somebody that they didn't necessarily love to provide a two-parent household so you didn't have to grow up with a single parent. That is a sacrifice, y'all. The goal is to look within and can you look at your childhood, not from the lenses of the wounded child, but from the mindset of the rational adult. We've seen this stuff in other people. We've judged it in other people. Now look in the mirror and forgive your parents for doing the exact same things that you've done or that your friends have done. Number four, are you who you are or are you who life made you? And number five, is never too late to get back on your path to greater. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us again for Money Loves Happy People. Take care and we'll see you in the next episode. You can get my case study and learn how to get a $50,000 raise in the next 90 days. Look, it's not as hard as you make it out to be. Text CHANGE NOW to 66866. Again, CHANGE NOW to 66866. Get it, use the information, get your money, and your life will never be the same for the best. If you're smart enough and if you are aware enough that you need to change, you would choose to change today and get the money that you deserve at changenowacracy.com, and your life will never be the same for the best. Be